Welcome to episode 142 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, our Psycho series continues with Psycho 2 from 1983. Welcome everyone to the Movie City Maniacs. I'm Kyle. I'm Maddie. And I'm Adam. And we are continuing. Adam is cracking. Well, both of you are We're cracking beers. We're both beer. cracking beers. I, I'm late. I'll, I'll join two you Two psychos, later. two beers, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're continuing our cycle series. Last episode, we covered the classic 1960 Hitchcock film, and we're continuing. Uh, we have obviously seen Psycho. You guys have not Never seen, seen any of the sequels, so no. we're going to talk about them for the first time. I, and I, I haven't seen the fourth I've on one. purposely, over the years, not watched any of this, but then we started watch or we, we watched uh, the Bates Motel. Um, the series? Uh, the series. While it was kind of going out, mm. we'd, we'd kind of watch a f- full season after it had aired. And I kind of realized that that didn't ruin it for me, right? Like, it, okay. uh, Well, they're probably different, right? They're very different, but you're still in the hotel. You know, you're still in the house. And mm. you realize, like, they're, the house and the hotel are so fucking iconic. Yeah, you can do other things. And there. the series yeah. is more of a prequel, right? So the series yeah. is going to be more closer to, I guess, part four. Um, the, the movie. Okay. The series is um pretty good with some really good uh performances. Uh, Vera uh Firminga yeah. is the lead and she, uh, as the mother, mother, and she's great. And then what's the kid? I can't remember what the kid's name is. He's a child. Uh, Oz Perkins. He's now <laughs> the good doctor, or which okay. I've never seen. But he he was a child actor. He was yeah. in a million different things. I think he's in Finding Neverland or. Something like that. Some hmm. stuff like that. Oh, yeah, he, okay. He's great as Norman Bates. As was well. it just like a, a, a Riverdale uh, like spinoff or something I, like that? Like, honestly, <sighs> it, it. I think it ha- It's. It starts off pretty teen. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Olivia Cook's in it. That's where she kind of mm-hmm. like got her wins. got her American start. Uh, like, so the cast is quite good. Yeah. Doesn't it become more about all like the terrible corruption in the town? Like, doesn't? It yeah. There's more? a bunch of that mm-hmm. stuff going on. It's. It's one of the lost creators, Carlton. Uh, Cuss, I think that did it. Who, who who seemed to, from what I've read, made a lot of the bad decisions on Lost. And I think occasionally they make bad decisions, but it it actually like I it's a series that I think gets better as, as it goes, goes along because it's just a kind of a teen show at first, mm-hmm. and then kind of goes into the the you know deeper into the lore of what's going on and the the corruption stuff with the town is actually. Uh, interwoven, but really, it's about the Norman Bates and the yeah. mother. That's why the show's. Mm. I, I want to check out. I mean, it's not going to probably happen um, in this series. Maybe it will. Maybe I can fit in. But maybe in October or something. Is the Bates Motel the TV movie? Yeah, it's from like the late eighties. I'm really curious. Like, I think I don't even know if Bates is in that. Like, is it like? I, I it's just know. a construction no, of I, the Bates Motel. I thought it was just hey, like, pour this concrete over there, Mac. I don't know if it's just like the hotel <laughs> afterwards, and yeah. it's like just like. Kind of like maybe like it's like the they turn into condos. We're going to talk about in part yeah. two. 
um, where what's his name? Oh, of uh, Dennis Franz. Dennis Franz, oh, so yeah. good. So maybe it's something like that where it's like after and it's like all the terrible shit going on. Oh, it's, it's like, like the Red Shoe Diaries, but it's like the Base Motel, so all these like sexy things I, and drugs are happening. Yeah, because I, yeah. I, I I could be wrong, but I don't think yeah. it's about Bates, but maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's something I've been wanting to watch. I've just been so curious about it. But it's only it's weird. Like it's only on. It's hard to find. Like it's yeah. on. They they released it on like one of the DVD sets where you get all five for like. 10 bucks or something and it hasn't had it's never had a single release or anything like huh. it was kind of like an add-on i guess they knew no one was gonna well i assume even part four is probably impossible to find right no part like, four uh scream yeah. scream actually put them all like when they put the sequels out they also probably because they got a package deal they yeah. put out three um four and the uh the remake oh, on shit. blu-ray like so hmm. yeah well, well, well. I, I i got them all but the remake but because <laughs> i was kind of curious to revisit that too but it didn't happen and like, maybe next week we can uh, talk about uh, it i don't know <laughs> um, anyways, what, what, did you guys watch anything else? Who did you watch them, buddy? Uh, so I watched a. Uh, have you? This is. Uh, I'm just stumbling over my words because I'm mm-hmm. trying to f- figure out the year that this came came out. Um, so Twelve Monkeys, which is you know quite quite famous, you've mm-hmm. probably heard of Twelve Monkeys before, is is based on a short Lud uh, Gite by Chris Marker. Have you guys ever heard of it? This no. So it's it's uh, from 1962. It's a French film, and it's all done in still images for the most part. And it's it's about half an hour long. I've been wanting to watch this for basically since I I, I probably found out in the early 2000s that yeah. that I, Twelve Monkeys was based up upon this, and it's a, a very similar thing. In this, they say World War Three has happened. It's you know basically everyone's living underground, like mm-hmm. you know, with just rats or whatever, and they're trying to figure out how to survive and how they're going to continue humanity. And they have this guy going back into the past to see what's been going on. Um, and there's other implications of what that means. And they pick him because he's got this strong recollection of this image, and it's an image of of, of a woman basically on the you know. At this airfield that has stuck with him since he was a child, very similar to mm-hmm. Bruce Willis in in Twelve Monkeys, but I don't think I was prepared for like how almost avant garde it's got a, a narrative. The storytelling is very straightforward because mm-hmm. that there's a voiceover kind of telling you what's going on, but it's it's still images. It's one shot, other shot. But the sound overlaps the whole time, and it connects everything. So it still feels like it's moving. And the images are slightly moving sometimes, and they don't hold them. There's lots and lots of cuts that are going on. And when it does break for a second, it is just gorgeous. And there's an amazing scene at the end. Um, It's phenomenal. It's one of the best short films I've ever seen my whole goddamn life. Oh, wow. It is. You understand why uh, uh like they they needed to make 12 monkeys to like cuz it seems like it's building this mythology yeah. and how we do we trust our memories are our memories this thing that we should hold on to or are they the things that are holding us down and it doesn't give you a con- conclusive answer mm-hmm. to that um uh but uh, a beautiful uh, f- uh film and even though i know kind of where it's going because of 12 monkeys it still fucking uh, yeah. hits me nine holy wow. moly uh yeah it's it's fucking uh, and again like i've seen this is 62 i've i haven't seen anything like this since like, since 
There was another one, Meshes in the Afternoon, I watched, uh, maybe it was last summer, that was a short from the 40s that blew me the fuck away because of how avant-garde the filmmaking was that still had this connection. You could see how it may have brought on Lynch, that one, and all mm-hmm. these other things. But it was the 40s, and it felt like some like cool, hip filmmaker could have made it now or now. Yeah. And this had a similar thing. Like, there's a grain in all these shots. Like, every shot is processed so beautifully and how they add up. And at first, it I, I will say, for five minutes, I was, like, not on the wavelength of it. Mm-hmm. And then I actually uh, got, like, uh, taken away because somebody came to the house and I had to go back. And then I went went back. And because I knew what it was going to be, mm-hmm. I don't think I realized it was going to be like actually still images and how that works. It just fucking hit me. Are you sure the disc wasn't just freezing up? Was it one of the library discs all covered yeah. in scratches? It's on Criterion right now. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so. Awesome. Uh, my my 20-year odyssey, I've rented, I've got this from the library like four or five times. and, and Never just, just got around to watching it? Never got around to watching it, yeah. Cool. Um, what are you end up watching, buddy? I'll jump in a, a 1985 movie. Uh, this is one maybe you guys might want to throw on uh, to, to see if it would make your list. I think it's kind of well regarded. Uh, the Falcon and the Snowman. Have you guys heard of this? No. Uh, it's directed by John Shells. Oh, oh, uh, uh, who did Midnight B- Cowboy? Right. Uh, me? I, I don't know. He did Billy Liar, Sunday Bloody Sunday, Marathon Man. Oh, maybe for, not for horror fans, the believers. So. Kind of like a well-regarded director, though. Mm. It's written by um, Stephen um, Zalian, or Zalian, who did uh, wrote oh, Schindler's John, List. John oh, wow. Schlesinger. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. 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 Did, did do direct Midnight Cowboy. Okay. I've never seen Midnight Cowboy, actually. Um, yeah, sorry. During guy by the guy did Schindler's List, Mission Impossible, Gangs in New York, Irishmen. So, oh. And then it starts Timothy Hutton, Sean Penn. Uh, this is, It's a true story. Um uh, Hutton is this uh, young adult. Um, he's he's um, he quits he he quits uh, priesthood or whatever, um, and it, he doesn't know what he's going to do. And his father is a former FBI special agent. He gets him in this cushiony kind of job, and it's like he's pretty much working at this um, defense contractor. I, I don't know exactly what it is. But pretty much he works in this room called the Black Vault. There's no cameras. There's awesome thing where he goes in there and they're like, yeah, like no one can see or knows what the fuck we're doing. So they use, they they throw in like the ice and the booze <laughs> and, the, and the paper grinder and they're making like martinis and shit out of it. Um, so it's really fun. And I guess like they get all the, the all, pretty much all like the secret, um, top secret and classified information goes through this room and every once in a while you'll get a CIA message by accident that gets sent to them and they accidentally send message to CIA and what whatnot. And I guess he happens to see one time that pretty much the, the American government is going to fuck with the Australians uh, presidency or prime minister. So he loses because they want him out for whatever reason. And this kind of rubs Hutt in the wrong way. And he kind of realizes that the government is corrupt and so he decides, well, I'm going to get revenge on them by stealing documents, and I'm going to sell these secret documents to other countries. Um, his buddy is Sean Penn, who is like a, hard, a big cocaine drug dealer. He's always coked out in the movie. He's giving like a really over-the-top performance. This would have been right after Fast Times. Yeah. I was going to say right after Carlito's Way <laughs> as well. It's kind of like that. Like he's, he's fucked in this movie the whole time, and he, it's, it's one of those movies where like, 
there's tense moments because is his buddy going to get him in trouble because he's fucking, you know, doesn't he's always coked out. But uh, yeah, so he, he he they work together and he sells the the, the information to the Soviets and uh, and that's pretty much the film. There's some tense stuff. Uh, it's called the the Falcon and the Snowman because Hutton is a, is in a falconry. He's always got this bird with him and the snowman obviously cocaine. cocaine. Um, I wanted it to be like a little bit more tense. It didn't quite hit those mm-hmm. moments, but I, it was still like good. And again, the fact that this is based on a true story is. It makes it kind of interesting too. Uh, I'm gonna give it seven out of ten, but again, like I know other people liked it, loved it more than me, so it might be one of those ones that you know it could Gross. sneak in, you know, a top ten list or something for sure. Um, cool. Yeah. I watched a documentary called uh, "Found Footage Phenomenon" uh, from uh, 2021. Have you heard about this, Rod? What's it called? Uh, the Found Footage Phenom- Phenomena? No. Yeah, it's pretty much a, a documentary about all the found footage movies that's been out since uh, the inception of like found footage. Like, it starts off with like a cannibal holocaust and how that's <laughs> supposed to be like a uh, documentary yeah. on the uh, yeah. tribes or what have you. And then it goes into like how like Blair Witch started off. And there was another movie before Blair Witch called um, The Last, Last Broadcast. broadcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's like oh, that sounds actually kind of crazy interesting. Where it's like a almost like a murder. Uh, what's that this called? is a British one, right? No, no, no. A Ghost Watch is in this as well. That's the one we oh, did yeah. at BBC Studios. Have you seen Ghost Watch? No, no. You guys have talked about that. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. And yeah, talks about all this and how like uh, the the message is the uh, the medium. I know it sounds like the bullshit. medium is the message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of bullshit. But it's like yeah, like every time there's a new technology. They'll make like a uh, found footage with this new technology. Ah. So like that's when VHS started coming out. All right, we're gonna make a found footage movie with like home VHS movies. When the internet started, all right, we're gonna have to start doing like a uh, found footage. Like uh, what was that uh, Zoom one that we watched? Um, Host. Host. Yeah. Last year, and like how every time there's something new, like all right, let's make a found footage movie with it, and it actually works, and almost like a, a wave. So like it was a weird uh, seven year period where after Blair Witch came out that. They tried to do it, and it all just stunk because they didn't yeah. have any of the chops to make this work. But once they actually figured out how to make this work with paranormal adv- uh, activity, yeah, they kind of had to, oh, this works again. Let's keep going. So it kind of got that. It was kind of cool to check out. There's a bunch of like movies I want to see because they had all the directors talking about their movies. They even had the director of Ghost Watch talking about it and all the uh, fellows from uh, so Blair Witch. This is going to get you to watch Blair Witch finally? I think uh-huh. I'm going to have to check it out. I, I know Adam is not a fan, but I think one will have to do mm. a found footage, whether it's like four I, movies. I, lo- I love Blair Witch. I think mm. even a top ten might be interesting because I think th- there was a time when they, they – like there's that five-year period where they probably released 60 of them. Oh, yeah. And again, there are a lot of stinkers. Like, even though. like there was a weird thing because like they had this like uh, low budget uh, blockbusters like uh, yeah Blair Witch and uh, Paranormal Activity. Then they had these huge budget ones like Cloverfield. That's like okay, yeah. Cloverfield. There's the the Bigfoot so I've never, hunting. I've one. never yeah. seen. Or sorry, oh, the yeah. troll, troll hunter. Yeah, I like hunter. Troll, I like troll hunters. Mm-hmm. There's some good stuff out there. Like but I, there are even some like garbage like End of Watch. Like there is no need for this to be a found footage movie other than like all right, the cheap way to. Make, make it work. It. Yeah. There, there's a bunch of the Cauldron Films is this new mm. company. They've been putting out some good stuff. They actually just mm. put out a, a Fucci, um, Lucio Fucci, a crime film, Italian crime film. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they they just released two that looked kind of interesting that like I didn't even know about um, as these big special editions. I'm kind of curious yeah. to. I think it's the same thing. Like one is like early, early on, and the whole thing takes place from a computer um, point. Yeah. So it's pre-host, um, but it's like pre yeah. Zoom and like, shit like un- that. Unfriended like, this or like whatever. Yeah. This is like yeah, like. M- MSM, like whatever yeah. technology, I don't even know what it would be back then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, they both kind of, and one is like this demon. Oh, it's, it's Italian the demon, demon possessed, the demon in uh, ICQ. 
Maybe. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I I don't. I think it'd be interesting because I feel like like Mm -hmm. I got to the point too where I hated them. But I, I, as above, okay, so below, I think is, is incredible. Lot, like apartment one forty three, it pretty much came out like a month or two after like Paranormal Activity two, and they're pretty much the same premise. Like I think you could find yeah. ten though, and I think you might oh, find yeah. a couple of gems in there. Like, even like the last Exorcist, like okay, cool, we can make this work. And even if you like count Cannibal Holocaust, like okay, yeah, cool, that, that's uh, a good one. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Anyways, I, sounds I mean, like this is this would be like because I and to do this, you'd want to watch a lot of them, and yeah. my hit hit yeah. to. Uh, to miss well, you have, you'd have that. to like check out the ones that like people are talking about, right? Like most of the ones again, you don't like. like I, I could watch like Megan is missing or the Poughkeepsie tapes, like the uh, the, the really uh, yeah. aggressive ones, or even yeah, like hate like crime. There's po- yeah, there's a few that I, I'd be and curious. Like the to first, watch there's a couple of paranormal activity that are good. Wreck, mm. Wreck is another. Oh good yeah, one. Uh, Wreck uh, uh, inch, uh, Wreck uh, one into Afflicted is another one. Like, all right, that's interesting. Are See, a lot of these are like the ones I like. They're like. Oh, that was a six. Or that was a mm. six point five for me. Like that. The, the, no the, have you seen Rick? Yeah. And you only give that a six or something? Yeah, I oh, would have wow. probably only given mm. it a three out of five stars. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm uh, giving this doc like a seven point five. Like I would say, you should probably check it out. Yeah, you where, might check where it did out. You see that? Kinda, it was on Shutter. Oh, okay, I don't yeah. know if Shutter. Oh well, yeah, talk to me. I can hook uh, you up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll get a disc yeah. for free. Um, uh, so I watched uh, an. Back to uh, you know, I'm throwing some TV in here. Uh, some Ooh, new, son of a bitch. Yeah, son Boo. of a bitch. Uh, from from uh, this year, the flight attendant season two. Have you guys seen this? No. Or heard about this show? This is the one with Kelly. Oh, the girl from Big Bang. Right? Yeah, Kuko. Oh yeah, 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 is that yeah, what yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's called Big Bang Theory, which uh, you know your favorite show, right? My favorite show of all time, mm-hmm. Bazinga. Um, you got it. Uh, no, I I, 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 can't, I, I can't even like a uh, joke about this. That show's fucking terrible, right? Terrible, like, the worst I, show of all time. I, I, don't, I don't like shitting on things, but that show is so easy to like. No, uh, okay, okay, go ahead. I do like shitting on things occasionally, yeah. and that one's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, so uh, watch season one, and it's interesting. It's it's this flight attendant uh, who wakes up, and the guy she had a one night stand with is dead, and in his huh. she wakes up, he's she's beside. Uh, and it's got this kind of uh, Hitchcock feel to it a little bit. But the one thing I don't like is there's all these scenes that they pull her out and she ends up talking to the dead guy because he's a well-known actor. So they can't. So the whole show is like whenever there's something going on, they'll go like into this other world. Uh, and now she's talking to him about her problems. Is it Ron Livingston? Like in the, uh, the, the uh, search party? No, yeah, uh, that's much better. Is it Bill Cosby? Yes. Ghost. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> I would watch this show. Yeah. Big, big choice there. Yeah. Uh, hiring Bill Cosby these days. That guy's released out of prison, by the way. No, I think he's going back. Oh, he, is he? Okay. he just was convicted for, uh, 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 sex with a minor. I oh, think. Wow. Or something. Okay. Yeah. Cause that, that was crazy. I was like, oh, that was quick to get out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So anyway, anyways, uh, <laughs> the flight attendant. <laughs> uh, so, it, it, but the mystery is very. In, I, I kind of like the mystery. Mm. It's fun. She's got her own problems. You can see like there's they're they're dealing with alcoholism and and other sort of issues. And and I, I think often that's done well, and the mystery's done well, and they try to like combine it with this out of you know, kind of body experience with this guy. And I always hated that shit. I hated it whenever they would go into the, the hotel room and that they were in when, when they, they mm. had their one night stand and he was found dead and they would talk. And it's like, 
this is nonsensical, nothing. So season two's announced. I'm thinking, great. The guy's, that's been solved. He's, He's gone. There's no way they're going to do this. another ghost. Yeah. No, there. now it's it's her with herself and all of these different versions of her, her <laughs> mind. Oh, awesome. And I, I hate this one even more. <laughs> but the problem is, it's the weirdest thing because the other part of the show is really good. You got Rosie Perez doing like very over the top Rosie Perez yeah. kind of stuff. Is there like is there any other buddy? kind of Rosie Perez? <laughs> There's no other kind. And and you got uh, Zosie Mamet is her best friend who's kind of got like they've got a really good uh, mm. chemistry. You can tell as friends. And and there's a, a Sharon Stone guest as her mother. And and there's really deep seated issues going on with this character. And she's and and dealing with substance abuse and and. And and there's a scene with her and Sharon Stone that is like fucking heartbreaking, and they're both unbelievable in it. I, I didn't think Kelly. I was gonna say like she doesn't seem that, that she has the chops to pull off any. Well, what of has this, she done like, outside of this and Big Bang? Has she done anything mm-hmm. else? I th- I on well. Uh, I don't think she's done any movies. Eight uh, simple rules for uh, dating my daughter with John Ritter. I never watched that. Wait, there's a connection <clears throat> to this movie. Am I wrong in this? I think there is uh, one of the actors in this actually played or made an appearance in the, uh, Psycho Two. Yes, the uh, the bitchy waitress from Psycho Two made a, a bunch of guest cameos in Eight Simple Rules for uh, my daughter for dating my daughter. Oh, crazy! Yeah. So yeah, wow, that is <laughs> a deep find, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, so. The, and the mystery again is kind of interesting. How they're now it's you know they're they're kind of unraveling some uh, other. She's now caught. She's now working by the CIA. Someone's trying to impersonate her and doing all these bad things. And you're trying to figure out that and her friends and there's some fun stuff there. But I just fucking hate and and they take up a. It's not like oh once an episode they go into her mind. No, they're always going to her fucking mind. I hate the mind stuff. I'm gonna give it. Six point five. It's still pretty high. I guess you must love the stuff that isn't in her mind. I I don't know if I, I probably yeah. the stuff that's in her mind is an eight. Yeah. And the stuff that's in her mind is a four. Yeah, fair enough. And, and the other problem I have is they they the mystery they always kind of like they have to kind of rush to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. At, at the end they did it in the first season, but the build up is quite is is quite well done. Cool. Um. Yeah. Like I I, I like. I, I do think you, you've got all these, like, cool kind of, like, fun mystery stuff. Like, it's not just, like, it's pretty fun. But then you got this, like, substance abuse stuff that it's not fun. But you can play it off for last. Yeah, and that and that's good. Sure. It, but then the stuff in the middle, the, the, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to connect the tones. Yeah. And I just feel like that <clears throat> fails. Anyways, Kyle, what did you watch? I watched uh, TV-related, but a film... Because we're the movie City Maniacs. Uh, no, I watched uh, Terror at London Bridge, a.k.a. Bridge Across Time Ooh. from 1985. Um, you were uh, excited about this one, weren't you? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it opens up Jack the Ripper. He's being chased down by the Scotland Yard. Uh, he gets shot or falls off the bridge, and him and the, this stone from the bridge falls into the water. He disappears to be never seen again. Is he dead? Who knows? Cut to present day, Arizona, Arizona, Arizona. Why can't I say Arizona? Flags of Arizona. Um, there's a ceremony being held uh, because the commander. Commander. That was very Nathan Lane I, of yeah, me. I thought that. Fucking, I've had this beer and I can't talk. 
they are comm- commemorating. Um, they're putting the last stone on this bridge. I guess they've built this this London bridge. They've moved it from there, uh, stone by stone, into Arizona, and they've. This is a true story too. Possibly, mm-hmm. I don't right? know. <laughs> Falling down. <laughs> yes. Um. Anyways, and so they've set up this tourist attraction. There's this cool, like, uh, horror, uh, horror kind of torture museum uh, from all, like, torture oh, stuff. Oh, kind of fun. Which is, and you get a lot of that in there, which is kind of cool. Anyways, this tour, this tourist is, like, uh, with her husband. She's like, oh, I want to check this thing out. And he's like, well, I'm tired. She's like, okay, well, I'm going to just run across. You go to bed. I'm just going to walk across, and I'll, I'll come back in the middle of the night. She cuts her hand or something, bleeds on this stone, and Jack the Ripper comes back into present time. Now, this kind of sounds similar to a little movie I've talked about before called Time After Time with H.G. Wells and Jack the Ripper coming into present time. And I, I had, I was so excited oh, yeah. for that, but kind of then ended up being disappointed because it, it ends up being like a fish out of water, H.G. Yeah. Wells finding and romance. No, and there's no Cindy Lauper in it. No Cindy no. Lauper. Lauper? Lauper? Lauper. Lauper. And, uh, and Jack the Ripper, well, my problem with that one is Jack the Ripper, like, which probably makes sense. But he comes in a present time and changes his outfit to present clothes. And I was like, well, that's not Jack the Ripper. Like, Jack the yeah. Ripper, I want the cloak. You I want, want the top if hat. If you fall, I will catch you. <laughs> always be waiting. Right? We, like he never that's the song he sang when he was killing all his victims guys why are we not at the well doing karaoke right now there's <laughs> a question i'm wondering with voices like that i got like two angels on my shoulders anyways we're not talking time after time this isn't time after time the complaints i had about that one this remedies because we do have jack the ripper killing in his outfit which is a lot of funny he actually hides he's hiding out in the fucking horror museum oh which that's is cool. awesome so you get a lot of that and i didn't mention that it's fucking David Hasselhoff on the case. He is the. This is a TV movie. I don't know if I mentioned that. Yeah. He's the cop investing in this. Of course, it's David. Like I don't know how to button up the first like ten buttons on my shirt because I've never seen that guy. At least in the seventies, not have a shirt with it half undone. He rocks that this whole movie. Uh, Adrian Barbeau's in there, which was a lot of fun seeing her as she's like the librarian in the town and one of the friends of the girl that uh, Hasselhoff. Uh, starts dating. Uh, Clue Gallagher uh, is in there. You'll know as uh, Bert from Return of the Living Dead, and he has tons of horror credits to him. Nice. Uh, he's the sheriff. And then Lane Smith, uh, again, a bunch of stuff. I, I guess I know him for Perry from Lewis and Clark. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I but know. But he's, he's done tons of stuff. Yeah, he's in network. He's and- one of those guys you always recognize. He's like the uh, he's the mayor in this town that, of course, refuses to shut down the event. Uh, kind of like the Jaws. You got to have that in every in every story. Um yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's not. Here's the thing. It's it's a it's a TV film through and through. So your tolerance of this film is going to depend. Mm-hmm. You're you're getting melodrama. That's that. You're getting the romance that you don't care about. It's not fanciful shot. You know, there's not any crazy direction. It's pretty plain. So Adam may struggle with that. But I think just the idea. It's kind of cool. They had some stuff for Hasselhoff. I guess he was a Chicago cop, and he's came to the small town because he shot a kid by accident. He came out and thought it was a <laughs> Why gun. Why did you put quotes <laughs> around by accident? You know um, how the... Is, edu- it, is this like... A- you know how Chicago cops are, baby. Well, he's like, oh, he, it turned out it was, uh, was a can opener. <laughs> <laughs> is this oh. like Reginald Johnson a- accidentally shooting that kid in, Maybe, in, in well, Die Hard? It's just a... Yeah. Yeah, kind of like the thing is, he's doing this like big performance, but it's Hasselhoff. Let's, let's be honest, I like Hasselhoff. He's fine in like his roles. Mm-hmm. He's not a great actor, so he's trying to deliver this really deep mm-hmm. moment, and you're like, whatever. I don't um, know if I've ever seen a movie with him in it. 
I think yeah. I've, I've just seen Kit and probably he's probably Knight did Rider like TV and, films. Yeah, I assume that's all he did. But, he made um, cameos in some comedies, right? Yeah, like he's yeah. sometimes like he as Dave's David, David, David Hassel, yeah. uh, uh, the, the Hoff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and it, yeah, I don't have too much to say about it. great. I think it's such a cool concept. Yeah. I think bringing Jack the Ripper again. It's weird because I don't like serial killers. I don't care about that stuff. I don't watch mm-hmm. any of those new docs. It's not my thing. Jack the Ripper though is like. And maybe there's like is the exception. Just it's so fascinating that he was never caught. I think it's also like far enough away. Yeah. But I think Jack the Ripper has almost become like this mythological villain, like in and movie and television, comics and stuff. That he's, I know he is a real was a real person, yeah. and but we never knew who he was. And I don't know. There's something about I, I just love the the look and the mythology behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a big fan of like all Jack the Ripper movies. So obviously I was gonna eat this one up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Jack the Ripper killing people. Present time, TV film, Hasselhoff on the case, Adrian Barbo in there, if that sounds uh, your thing. I'm going to give it uh, seven and a half. Oh, cool. Um, again, that's me who loves wow, that's, that's pretty hot. That's me who yeah. loves TV films. I'm a sucker for Jack the Ripper, and this is what I wanted time after so time So it to delivered. Be. I think it's like, maybe take off a half or a full yeah. one if that this is not your scene. Um, like I, I think Adam would struggle with this. You might find <laughs> yeah. some. I don't know your tolerance on TV films. Yeah, like I know yeah. you guys enjoyed the Night Stalker, but yeah. that's yeah. kind of a different degree. Mm-hmm. Salem's Lot, those are different degrees. Yeah, I'm like a huge fan of, of TV horror films in seventies and eighties. So, um, I guess yeah, it depends on how you feel about them. But yeah, it, it was a fun uh, little surprise. Cool. Uh, anything else? I think the one I'll just say the one mm-hmm. thing I, I I I think I do like about the TV films in the seventies and eighties is usually it, it it's similar to like Psycho, mm-hmm. where you have a pretty pro staff that's used to working together usually that that comes together to make these things. Yeah. So they're they're often like kind of a, more consistent in tone than some of the movies that are made at that time. Because the movies are having to bring all of these disparate elements yeah. where yeah. the TV films is like, here's the crew, they work at this lot all the time. I guess they're so like just clockwork. All right, yeah. here you go. Do this, do that, it, do that, it, it's and away comfort, we go. It's comfort mm-hmm. for to me. Like you know exactly what you're going to yeah. get exactly like, they don't have the money or the time to do anything too crazy with shots. It's got to be like, we got to stop the camera, get this shot. And it's the same reason yeah, why I like TV a lot of the time, yeah. right? Like, I know if if I'm watching, you know, Barry yeah. from last week, there's like a level of quality that's going to be in there because all the same people are working on this show all, all yeah. the time. And now, of course, like, you know, over the last, especially 20 years, you just keep ramping up. The budget's there. Are ridiculous yeah. too. Yeah, I wonder if that's going to eventually hurt it though. Like, kind of like how the budgets have almost hurt movies, where it's like, well, I, th- I think you saw that with Game of Thrones, where, and even well, even Disney, like Disney, like everything they put out is like these huge. Now we're getting the same actors that are in their two hundred million dollar movies. It's it's. I I think Star Wars now has you, big TV you, series. You start to dilute things, and that's why I'm still like I'm way more excited about a Barry, which is a standalone series that. They've really, really thought about these characters. Like, mm-hmm. I guess Henry Winkler, we, we were talking about him in the last episode. Everyone thinks he's a great guy, and he wants to go out for lunch with Bill Hader. Yeah. And because, you know, he likes Bill Hader, and he's yeah. like, oh, we got to go out for lunch. You can tell me about the series. And Bill's Hader's like, I, we're writing the series. Do you want to go for a walk? So that's how serious some of these yeah. people are taking this, right? Like, and Bill Hader's a guy that he's actually one of the most knowledgeable film historians it of is an actor. Crazy how like smart he is and how like in depth into movies he, he actually knows everything gets. about movies. Yeah, yeah. like li- listen, uh, I talk about Preston Sturges, but listen mm. to Bill Hader talking about Preston mm. Sturges is amazing. 
I've never seen anything with Bill. H- the, the the only thing I've seen of Bill Hader is the Criterion Closet video. Oh, really? Um, where again, you know, he was he might be the the best SNL cast member of yes, all time. I think yeah. I was done SNL by that. time. And I I honestly think SNL is garbage overall by the time he comes in. But he kind of ramps it up. I guess him and uh, Seth uh, Meyers were kind of doing the yeah, I, S- S- Stefan stuff. Yeah, and I think Seth Meyers yeah. is actually kind of like whatever. Yeah. But Bill Hader's so good. In, in mm-hmm. any scene he would, any segment he was in, he's kind of like Phil Hartman plus... Like something he's you've got never like seen. A, a chopped and like a charm to him as well, right? Like, and he could be as weird as Will Forte, but mm-hmm. he also could be like the straight man in the scene. He's mm-hmm. like a glue guy that made everyone better. Mm-hmm. Um, he's unbelievable, and he mm-hmm. like he's showing it with Barry. Like he's basically every season. I think I think of is they're mini movies. Mm-hmm. Or they're not mini movies; they're just movies. Wait, even that there is like a nice uh, continuation. Like even yeah. like the first season ends like, oh, what the fuck, and the second season ends like, what the fuck? It gets yeah. uh, it just gets bigger and the bigger end of and the th- bigger. third season. I know we yeah. talked about this last week, but I didn't mention the end of the third season is fucking awesome. It could be yeah. the end of the series, but yeah. uh, again, they've already thought like, where are we gonna go from here? Yeah. Cool. Uh, cool. Are we? I watched our last last okay. broadcast after I watched the uh, found footage documentary. I'm like, oh shit! How can I find this movie? I couldn't find it anywhere. So I'm like, it's on YouTube. Let's check it out. So it's pretty much a uh, murder, a real life murder uh, historian, where these uh, two fellas who were um, had their own cable. Uh, talk show about like factor fiction kind of deal. Yeah. They do this uh, special on the Jersey Devil. So they go down to the Pine Barrens and they find these uh, oh. two guys who's like, one guy is like a magician who's kind of a bit uh, crazy and the other fella is uh, just a sound guy. And they're all like joking around, but the guy who's a bit crazy calls and it shows the uh, 911 call and like, hey, I don't know where I am, but I can't find my campsite and I think something went down. And he gets framed for the murder of these three people because they, they found two bodies that couldn't think find this, the third. this influenced the Pine Barrens episode uh, on The Sopranos? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, that actually does make sense, right? One of the greatest episodes That's of television good, of all time. Also directed by, I believe, um, the guy from Class of 84, which we just did two episodes oh, ago, who was the bad boy. Uh, in, in that. Uh, anyways. Oh, crazy. Yeah, so anyways, uh, this fella doesn't like the uh, uh, court verdict, so the uh, one uh, guy, uh, the crazy guy who was doing the sound, he gets charged guilty, and the one guy's going to do a documentary, and the more he finds out, the more there's more to this story, and that's his journey into figuring out if this guy was actually guilty or innocent. So how does the found footage work for this? Uh, They kind of almost like a uh, documentary that you would find like making of a murderer or some shit like that. Well, Lake Mungo's another good one. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Lake Mungo's a really good one. Lake Mungo, you guys, I got to watch that this October. I got to get it off of you guys. Um, Yeah. uh, Yeah. I think again, I think like found footage got so shitty, but Mm. there's some gems there. Yeah. You got to have an original idea. Like it's talked about like the idea is what holds it together. Right. You want to watch it to the end. So this one, the idea is there. The ending really shat the bed on this one. So I got to give it even. Well, you know he has to die because it's called the last broadcast. Uh, it was the last broadcast between these two like factor fiction uh, fellas. Okay. This guy was doing a documentary uh, about okay. how they got murdered. Oh, Creep is another one you guys really dug, didn't you? Uh, no, I've not seen Creep. Oh, okay, eh, I know some people eh. really love this. Anyway, that I've had those on my list for like yeah. five Shocktober's. I, I I'm gonna. I'm going to say right now, Tammy's going to like them. That's my prediction. Okay. 
Oh, we'll see. I'm going to say October. no. Pipe bet. Me and you. We're doing okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, Tammy getting influ- influences. Uh, 6.5 is what I'm giving this. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, you're not selling the top 10. Oh, no, no. Hey, this is like, uh, again, like this came out like I think like two months. It was before pr- prior. It was uh, made prior to Blair Witch. But There's I guess. one called like that's around that time, too, that I, I have. And I feel like we watched together along like back when we lived together in college mm-hmm. at the St. Saint- Francisville experiment or something. I remember it being kind of interesting. I don't remember. It's like set in like the the slave, like one of those... Um, what do you call it? Oh, like plantations. The, yeah, plantations. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I vaguely remember that, like actually. That, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember much about it yeah. either. It's been so long. But anyways, we're, we're talking about found footage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get on track. Uh, are we ready to I jump? think we're Psycho 2. Uh, it's Psycho 2. Okay, let's throw up. Here's the trailer for Psycho 2. I have a petition here signed by 743 people against Norman Bates' release. Madam, please sit down. This matter is being represented by the district attorney. Norman was not convicted of murder. He was found not guilty by reason of insanity. Don't you realize they're going to release a homicidal well, maniac? You sit down, Mrs. Loomis. It's all too obvious. Our courts protect the criminals, not their victims. Norman Bates is judged, restored to sanity, and is ordered released forthwith. It's 22 years later, and Norman Bates is coming home. I own a motel not too far from here. And you'd be welcome to spend the night in one of the empty rooms if you'd like. Good night, Mary. And he's back in business. Who is this? My mother is dead. I'm telling you, there was a note on that wheel for my dead mother. Norman, it couldn't be your mother. It had to be someone else. But trust her. She would never do anything to hurt me. No. She'll kill you. I know she will. No, I. I won't do that. You can't make me kill her. Twenty-two years later, Norman Bates is home. Psycho two. It's starting again. After 22 years of psychiatric care, Norman Bates attempts to return to a life of solitude, but specters of his crimes and his mother continue to haunt him. Yes, we're talking about Adam's beer cracking. Uh, we're talking about Cycle 2 from 1983. The, the beer cracking has is, is gotten <laughs> way better on this show. Yeah, I gotta say, we try to want, we want the listeners to feel, get into like, we yeah. want them to feel like they're drinking that beer. Everybody, I think, uh, the listeners out there are probably like, fuck Adam, he's brought all this, these, these movies I don't care about on this. Give yeah. me some Sorry, no, He hasn't brought movies I don't, he's brought TV shows uh, I don't care. I'm trying. There's, <laughs> but there's both of these things. But man, I've upped the beer. But man, does yeah, he know yeah, how to crack yeah. A beer. Yeah, definitely cracked a beer. This guy knows what's going. This guy knows what pops. So this is a sequel. Twenty three years later, has this had this been done before? Like with the same actors? 
I, I know now we've had yeah. like the Top the, Gun. We've yeah. had a, well, Top Gun and we Top Gun the before um oh Top before Gun trilogy and Top Gun <laughs> yeah before trilogy oh yeah Top the Gun. before yeah 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 uh, like in Boyhood kind of that was one movie but kind of like film yeah. I know we've had something like that the documentary the tw- Seven Up series whatever but again this is before all that right is this the yeah. first one to I'm trying to do think something with the same one. cast? Yeah. Because I think that's kind of why I think it, it works in, it, in some way. The 7 Up series started in the 60s? Is that the oh, one that... It? Maybe. Yeah. 70s, I, I thought? I think it might be... The, they might... Like late 60s? I've never seen that, yeah. that series. That seems very interesting yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, like, yeah, it's a pretty novel idea to yeah. bring something back. It still is today. Yeah. So we got Richard Franklin is the director here. He he's an Australian crazy Aussie director. He did like Road Patrick, games. Patrick Road Games, Cloak uh, and Dagger, mm. FX Two, not an Aussie film but a mm. fun one. Um, apparently he was like almost like a student of Hitchcock. Like he, he came he, on set, I guess uh, for Topaz. Yeah, Topaz, he was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was on set while they're filming um, that. Oh, cool. Written by His, Hitchcock's works movie, maybe, but. <laughs> Written by Tom Holland. Yeah, of Fright our Night. Boy. Actually, class of '84. We 84. just talked about a couple episodes ago. Fright Night, Child's Play. He wrote, written, wrote and directed. Those. Star of Spider Man. Yeah, everyone uh, knows yeah. this, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, guy ages like a fine wine. That's right? all I gotta yeah, say. Yeah, he, he's he's almost like he's doing the Benjamin Button thing. I swear he's getting younger. But uh, here's the thing: nothing. So I, I want to talk about the novel because I guess I read that Robert Block. Wrote this novel that almost like satir satir. I can't talk today, man. Satirized the slasher film kind of industry, right? And um, I guess Universal Studios like fucking despise this novel, and they tried to like get him to like abandon it, like don't release this; it's going to hurt our film. Mm-hmm. He said, "Fuck you guys," released it. I think it ended up being a, a pretty decent success, and I guess he wasn't invited to the screening for Psycho Two. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> he uh, he was getting the back for only getting paid nine grand for the first. Yeah, that makes nine. sense. But here's so I actually was kind of curious, like what the differences are, and. We'll talk about the they movie. They are in a legion, second. right? Like he goes to like Hollywood to become a star at this yes, point. Yes, well, no, it, the, the book again. This isn't spoilers because this yeah. is in the book, and none of this happens in the movie. It opens up, and he's still in the uh, psychiatric home. He's still in prison Ooh. or whatever. He fucking murders a, a nun with the strangles her with the rosary beads. <laughs> awesome. Puts on her nun's uh, outfit. Um, what's it? What's a nun's outfit called? It's habit. Called, habit. Escapes. It jumps into the van where there's another nun waiting. Murders and rapes her. Oh, which just like doesn't feel. I don't know if the the first cycle book yeah. had that kind of stuff. And then I guess he picks up this hitchhiker, and his plan is he's gonna kill him, put him in the the van, crash it, and they're gonna find the dead body and yeah, think that. Norman like Gates I guess died. the first cycle book was a little bit more graphic. Like the the shower scene, her head was supposed to get chopped off. Oh wow, which yeah, I, yeah. and well, you kind of get a bit of that in the cycle two movie, but mm-hmm. um, and then so. Uh, and then uh, Lila Loomis and Sam were going to be murdered, um, and his doctor comes into play, uh, this Claiborne, who starts investigating these deaths and believes it's Norman Osborne. Sorry, Norman Osborne. Uh, Norman Bates. Uh, <laughs> got, got like Spider-Man Goblin. on the one. Um, Norman Bates actually would be an interesting... When, when did Norman Osborn come out? Because I wonder if that like is kind oh. of influenced by Norman. Because that's all about that's all yeah. he's like a psychologically. It's yeah. Anyways, um, so this doctor is convinced, and he sees in the, the he sees uh this oh they're doing a production on Psycho. They're doing a movie of the killings, and then and so the doctor's like that's where he's going to go. He's going to go try to kill the people, and then so this doctor goes undercover to this Hollywood production. It's them making the scenes from the 1960 film. 
Um, and then someone's and, knocking them off, almost like a jalo or something. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. But then there's like there's like this Vicini. Um, Vicini is this crazy director, and he's kind of fucked in the head. He has all these issues from his childhood. So is it him doing it? Is it Norman Bates? It's one of those, there's like a twist and, you know, you might be upset yeah. if you're a Bates fan where they actually, you know, it's, it'd be shocking where they would go with it. But again, there's like another, this Vicini guy is going to like try to murder and rape the main actress. <laughs> there's a lot of rape um, in this book. There, oh, there's a pr- the movie producer. Because like, I don't think we had talked about it in yeah. this episode. Yeah. We got we to gotta get it. We, we didn't talk about the last Coda. one. Jesus. Um, the, the, a, the movie producer gets his head decapitated. So yeah, it, it, it just seems crazy. Yeah. But it kind of seems like maybe not. I don't think it. I'm glad they didn't do that for Cycle 2. I think the choice personally where they went with the movie and we mm-hmm. could talk about it is more interesting. But that would have been kind of a fun movie. Yeah. It's something different. It's a, It's definitely. I, I think it would just be spinning it on its head, right? Like, yeah. It, maybe that would work for like Cycle Three or Four because Cycle yeah. Three starts. I going. honestly think it might work now. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. if you got somebody that was really like a fan, mm-hmm. it could get a bit meta in that yes. way. Like nothing's uh, meta. Doesn't in the eighties wasn't like a, a thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I, I thought that was kind of interesting. It's way different, but. Um, Anyways, that's not the movie we got. We instead got this movie where Anthony Perkins returns as Norman Bates. Also great in this. Uh, he is so good in he this does, too, right? He's he's great at times. Sometimes I think his performance is a little over like it's it's kind of all over the place, but I, I think do, that's I think part it's of, overall good. Partially the movie too. Yeah, yeah. Like he's asked it's to a do messy. a lot of different sides yeah. of Norman Bates yeah. in this. But overall, like uh I, I like the idea of this movie. Yeah. I th- yeah, so yeah, we, we can talk about I, I just did want to mention, though, Perkins, I guess, um, initially turned down the, the role, and they were talking about possibly Christopher Walken, which would have been interesting. For a TV movie, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it was going to be a TV film at the time. Which sounds like bullshit. Like, why is Christopher Walken, he's doing the dead zone. Yeah, he's... I don't know, though. Walken did, like, he had a weird 80s career. Like, he did, like, Communion, which seemed, like... May- yeah, maybe. He did these weird kind of, like, he'd do a big film, then a small, I don't know. But um, a TV film, like TV, was different in the yeah. 80s, right? Yeah, it wasn't like it was now. Like that could be like the, the oh, death nail. Oh, you're gonna yeah. do TV? Well, you're always doing TV. Yeah. Well, maybe forever. maybe though he was talked when it was entering the movie stage. Like it was, it was supposed to be for a TV. I think it in. was initially. Oh, okay, okay, but yeah, I guess. Anyways, Perkins though gets a hold of the script reads and like this is great and like he's most excited about because it's his film. Like this film is yeah. Yeah. about Norman Bates and you know his his kind of. Uh, redemption, I guess, or yeah. road to it. Yeah, exactly. So the film opens up. He gets released uh, from prison, I guess, for good behavior. Enough no, no. Uh, Robert Loja says that he's like okay to go. Like we've done. We have exercised these demons. He's, yeah. he, he was yeah. never he's convicted. Cured. Yeah. He went to a mental institution because he was insane. So he he, he never went to jail. Oh yeah, okay. So he goes to the mental institution. Yeah. They say he's cured. He's no longer. Uh, has these issues where he's turning into his mother. Um, here's the thing: like you said, if you if if you haven't seen the first movie, probably this is all spoilers. Yeah, this whole fucking episode. Um, but but yeah, so he's cured and he gets to go mm-hmm. out into the world and 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 go back home. And what's hilarious is is. Dennis Franz is running his uh, hotel. Uh, fuck, how good is he? Uh, like is it, like the, a cat house. As like the sleazy. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a whorehouse pretty much. It's yeah. Like, He's playing up. by well, the like, hour. Yeah. Like one of them you hotel motels. Yeah. yeah. So he, uh, Dennis Franz comes off of doing Blowout, Dressed to Kill. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I guess, yeah, Franz must be good friends with Brian De Palma because I looked and he's almost in every single Brian De Palma movie. And, uh, like, he like he's awesome. Yeah. But he's doing the Hitchcock, like, Dress to Kill is is one of the closest Hitchcock yeah. ripoffs Well, a lot ever. of Brian De Palma is kind of... A lot of... but that's, Some people that dislike Brian De Palma feel that he's just, like, a B-movie version of... Hitchcock, which I think he's got his own thing. Yeah, I do. I, I I agree. He's taking that, but d- doing a lot of it. But Dress to Kill is is very close to Psycho, and then you got yeah. Blowout, which mm-hmm. is another kind of Hitchcock. So Dennis Franz actually gets to go and be in a Hitchcock set. Now. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, gotta cool. love him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we didn't mention, but at the beginning, we also have Vera Miles returns as Lila Loomis. Um, I didn't realize, and again, this is my dumb mind not putting this together. I'm like, oh, Lima Loomis, she must have like got married at some point and divorced someone, and they probably got the name from Halloween or something, right? Because it's after no, Halloween. No, she marries like Sam her Lim- sister's ex. Yeah, uh, her and I never, I never put that yeah. together. And I guess that's probably where fucking Loomis, the name came from in the yeah. Halloween, right? From the yeah. original Psycho. Yeah. No, actually, uh, there's a bunch of. Uh, there, I I wish I had wrote this down, but the, in the original Halloween, there's a ton. Of references, yeah. To mm-hmm. well, I'm, yeah, to I'm sure Carpenter is a, is a big Hitchcock. I, I mean, I'm sure most good directors, yeah, are. Um, and we, we can talk a little bit more about it, but I'm not sure. And again, it didn't bug me as much when I watched the film. And then when I started reading it, I was like, yeah, maybe that does bug me a little more. Like where they take her character, like in the the first film, she's almost the hero, and she's she's kinda, very one note in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just feel like I just don't know if I like where they take her character i don't know it just seems i i, I could see her she almost see, wanting like, to do revenge yeah but i also like like she almost becomes the she's a villain yeah without mm-hmm. spoiling too much and in a sense like she and, kind of yeah I, and and again like it's kind of a thankless role mm-hmm. um that she has to play in here just like and she doesn't have a nice like as someone that is an older woman at this time grew up in a different age like We'll talk about it a little bit later, but yeah, her, she has a, a graphic. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, we'll talk. Yeah, about it. yeah, yeah. Uh, and 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 it's weird that they... she's still living. By the way, okay, she is the last Get surviving uh, uh, actor from the original Cycle movie. Oh, crazy! Because Pat Hitchcock died. Uh, who who played the secretary? Mm. Who's his daughter died last year. Okay, um, and so, J- Janet Lee died a couple years ago, right? Two thousand four, I think. Oh, wow, yeah. Oh, so. Wow. Uh, that that because Janet Lee's in H two O or whatever, right? Yeah, ninety eight, right? Oh wow. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's two thousand uh, two thousand four, mm-hmm. some somewhere around there. But Vera Vera Miles and Eva Saint Marie are both still living. They're like some of the last like classic yeah. Hollywood actresses mm-hmm. that are still still alive. Uh, we I guess we didn't mention either. You do get um, they do show the the. Uh, Couple scenes from the original movie, mainly the the, the intro is pretty much the shower. Is the flash, but yeah. it's like different takes, right? Like, did you get that? It seemed like it was like alternate takes, and some of it I thought possibly. Oh. I watched these like two nights in a row, and I yeah. swear they were different. It was slightly no. Different. I I think they're. I think maybe the way I I, think, I know it's edited differently. Yeah, but I I think I, they're, I, I think they're just different cu- I think they just might cut something out. I wonder if this has, because we were talking about the last one, that the new cut they have has like an extra scene or something. And I wonder if one of I these is I think that's earlier, that the way you were describing. It could be. like. Hmm. A- anyways, uh, I saw that scene and went, 
Ah, uh, fuck, I already hate this. <laughs> because, like, why? But again, you have to remember, this is 23 years later. I, I know. And it's v- VHS was there, but, like, it was harder to find. It's not like now where it's like, oh, Cycle but, 2's coming out. I'm going to go rent Cycle 1 That doesn't on stream. also, like, it. explain everything, like, about the other movies, so you're supposed to I know. think it's more, though, that's, like... Hey, that's, remember Psycho? That's the, exactly. This is that's, Psycho that's the iconic too. scene, and it's just like you could have just get, done get something so much cooler that you yeah. use your own thing instead of completely just ripping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think if you if you redo that scene, you're going to get torn. No, apart no, no, more. no! Don't you redo the scene. But you you got to have that iconic scene in there somewhere. Just that already has people pumped that haven't seen it. You didn't see Psycho 1960 in theaters. Well, you're getting to see that scene now I in don't the know. theaters. Yeah. I think I don't know. Like I, I guess when this came out, a lot of critics like Penn, like, why would you do oh, did that? They? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh like so they're saying it then. Uh, and I was just about to say, like, I don't know how people would have felt. I, mm-hmm. I you know, I'm I'm two years old or whatever, or a year and a bit. Mm-hmm. I for me, now it's like, go fuck yourself. I like, mean there there's possible it's probably like there's people that, that they never seen cycle. This is the first film, they don't watch black and white films. But, but that doesn't explain anything to, for you. No, I just think it's like it's the best scene from the movie, at least one of the best scenes. We it's talked one of the about best scenes highly. of all time. Like, so I, throw it in the beginning of the it, movie. But it, it doesn't work that way. The, 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 no, yeah, it doesn't have the build-up or anything. The, yeah. yeah, all that stuff is lost, so it, it seems so out of place to me. I just think, again, they want people remember Psycho because we're going to continue that. I think you could have just done like a cool thing where you go over the motel or or you go through the house and you start seeing the rooms. Like and, voiceovers? And no, could, mother, stop. Yeah, you could done anything <laughs> like that would have been better. Uh, but I think if you're really, I'm not a, a great director, but if I, you're really, this is your I, job. Like, I don't think you need it. I don't love it. I understand why they did it, though, from a money-making perspective. Money-making perspective, yeah, totally, in terms of what I like. Mm-hmm. So it gets better for me, because yeah. I saw that scene and went, God damn it, this is going to be fucking the worst thing. Well, I'll, I'll just say, let's let's get this out of the, the bag. Um, uh, who is it? Richard Franklin, is it? Richard mm-hmm. Franklin. Richard Franklin is Franklin. no Hitchcock. Of yeah. course, yeah. Like that, that's that's the thing that holds this film back. You're coming from this film that is a masterpiece in filmmaking, and Richard Franklin seems like a very almost TV. Like he's not doing uh, too no. Much. I, I honestly, I, I felt like when I was watching this, it was like this feels like. And the, la- the Psycho is actually a TV movie in a, in a sense, like it's made by a f- TV yeah, crew. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but with an expert yes. filmmaker. Like that that that's one thing you have to accept. That get that out of your head, because if you're gonna allow that, you're gonna hate the movie. If you're looking for that, and you're holding yeah, the it problem movie. is comparing this to Psycho. Like, how could you not? It's Psycho two. You but, know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I yeah. I do think what they do with it in the story, I think is a I great like the story. I like that it's like many years later. They're kind of like showing the redemption. It's like you almost feel sympathy and you almost grow to like and hope that it's going to work out for this guy, which, no. is, which is a weird way because it's like he's a serial killer in my mind. In real life, I'm kind of one of those people like this guy murdered five, yeah. six people. I, I don't know. I'm like, go with the Punisher or Judge Dredd. Yeah. I'm terrible like that. But like, I just, uh, to me, it's like I can't get past, but like this it, movie does a good job making you think. Maybe he has changed because he plays it so sympathetic. Even yeah. in the original movie, he does. Right? Yeah, and this yeah. movie he does it even more so. And I think this is <clears throat> this is why I like the movie because I I do believe there's that in 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 people and humanity mm. and there's that 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 uh, now I don't I don't necessarily think they they 
really explore this the idea as, as much as yeah. you can. But you you see like Norman Bates, if he didn't have to go through his childhood and and everything that was going on, doesn't become Norman Bates. Mm-hmm. So if he what if this doctor is actually this supportive and has worked twenty three years. Yeah, to to get him there, they kind of play that like, oh, don't take me back to the hospital, which I think is a mistake, because if you were supported and you were actually like, uh, you know, helped enough to feel like you could live on your own, that's fucked up. That Mm -hmm. that that you know you wouldn't want to go back there. Um, uh, Like, what? How did they get you into the state? But anyways, uh, I I do think that. You, want, you get this great sense, and, and that, so now Norman Bates is back, living in in Bates the house Motel. and Bates Motel. Well, he's working at a diner, and he's working at yeah. a diner. Yeah, and he and he goes there. That's the job they've given him. I love the fucking diner. It's I love. Awesome. I love the the slob cook yeah. dude, and and but he's a likable guy. Like he's a nice guy. Well, they're all trying to like help him out, right? Yeah. Like, but his past, that, of course, does taunt him, right? Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. And and that's kind of what this film is, and and someone, he's getting calls, notes are left around from his mother, and so you don't know, is he still fucking crazy, and he or is someone because the notes with go him, missing, right? almost you never like yeah. Hokuru. Every time he tries to show proof that there are notes, yeah. they're gone. Yeah. And 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 when the phone rings, yeah. no, no one, one no one can hear it. And 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 he he builds this friendship with this young. Yeah, woman that he meets uh, at the diner. She's a waitress. At She's the a waitress, diner. Ma- played by Meg, Meg Tilly, Tilly yeah. and and Meg Tilly is breaking up with her boyfriend, so she's got nowhere to go. And he says, "Well, you can stay at my motel." Got a hotel. Uh, there's a great scene where he's like, "Oh yeah, you can take one of these rooms," and he grabs that number one oh, key yeah, from awesome. like the first. Like then he now I'll give you the nine. Yeah, yeah. I, I, did, I wanted to mention. I guess Jamie Lee Curtis was considered for the role, but I guess she couldn't do it to scheduling. I think she was also trying to get out of the. She the did trading spaces, yeah. yeah, and and kind of was like, "Well, now I can do more things." Yeah. I guess it would have been interesting following her. I don't know. I, I almost I don't know if she would be right for the role. Like she's a great actress. Mm. I, probably a better actress, obviously, I think, than probably Meg Tilly. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know um if she would have fit this role. Like Yeah, because you kind of Tilly to, did well in this because it was like almost like a uh, You just have to be like a young innocent. A vulnerableness to like, her yeah. when you first meet her. And then like as it goes on, like, oh no, she is just like cut Jamie through. Lee in, yeah. in probably nineteen seventy eight or yeah. seventy nine could have done this. That's the thing, yeah. yeah. It almost would have been her in in her Halloween days, but by that time she had become like yeah. even the fog the lead time. Together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Like but she quickly like you think about who she is in training spaces, yeah. which to me that is actually who Jamie Lee Curtis is. Yeah. yeah. Halloween is like Yeah, she, that's like the opposite. She's of the babysitter. She's all like, hey, whoa. Yeah. I think she was the PJ Souls character, and PJ Souls was more like the Jamie Lee in real life. Right. Um But yeah, anyways, nothing about Halloween. Um yeah, so it is kind of interesting though. So that's that's the setup of the movie. And and then of course we're gonna get into kills start happening and same thing is it him is someone else behind it? Um, it, it does get into slasher mode territory. Like it's, I think it's about forty minutes before mm. the first kill, but you do get into slasher mode territory in the sense that I, I find this film is that middling ground where it's like it's still trying to be a nice. Um, uh, respectable sequel, homage to what's homage going, to the yeah. first one, but it's also they know what's popular at this time. This is what uh, a couple years after um, yeah. Friday Thirteenth is what eighty eighty one. 
this is getting into like where slashers are the big thing. So they're doing that, but they're trying not to go too crazy. But you do get where there's like the young couple. Yeah. That yeah. has nothing to do with the movie. You've never seen them before. They just show up just so they can get killed in like a couple minutes later. And then maybe become like a plot device for the the the, the tops or involved, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like some of that stuff. I I wish this was more streamlined about is is Norman going crazy? Is he doing these things? Is he not doing these things? Instead of um and, and related to the what's yeah. actually going on, instead of like it, it makes sense with Don, Dennis Franz's character when Dennis Franz's character goes missing and what's happened to him and mm-hmm. you know what happened in in at the motel to him. It and all he, feels connected, and he was kind of like harassing yes. uh, our boy Norm. So it, it, but yeah, when you get the kids in the basement, it and it doesn't ever go pure slasher either. No, because no, everything is very middle, quick. I think part three, from what I remember, I could be wrong. It's like ten years since I, I feel like that one is kind of just like the straight dumb, yeah, 80s slasher. I, I forget that I could be wrong about that. So don't quote me on it, but and I, I guess we can mention it's a spoiler, but I mean it's 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 brought up like halfway through the film. There's also like maybe he had another mo- like his mother, the mother we know in the movies was not his original mother, and there was possibly well, that's just another mother, him, right? Uh, pulling at straws, right? Yeah. Like he's well, like, so, well, yeah, maybe like he's she was my mother. Like his, so. It's all in his mind. It's just kind of weird side on. plot, though. That it is kind of brought up. Um, not, I wouldn't say not well. Yeah, it's very, no. it's very clunky, and it, yeah. this, this, it almost feels un- unnecessary. I don't know. Well, it's it's only necessary. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. Uh, there yeah, is for like where this is going. A wine opener has nothing on this movie in terms of like turns and like uh, twists. Yeah, and it's, it wants to play those those up yeah. and 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 feel I think pretty smart about mm-hmm. doing it. Where I think unfortunately it, it does derail some of the stuff mm-hmm. that you you get with Norman Bates and 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 Kyle you you mentioned how Anthony Perkins where you maybe didn't always believe him in certain scenes. And I think part of that is he's having to play like a lot of different tones. In this. Yeah, I right. play like the uh, innocent fellow who's out. Maybe the psycho. Sometimes fella. he does weird, goofy things yeah. with his eyes, and like I don't know. It, it felt like sometimes he was going almost like to eleven, where maybe yeah. he didn't need to. Go but that some far. of the movie goes to eleven. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah. ma- maybe you you start think like this is a big campy fun movie, and 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 you do realize like him and Meg Tilly. They did not get, get along. along whatsoever. No, yeah, I guess like so. She apparently didn't grow up with TV film. Didn't know who this guy was. Didn't know anything about Psycho. Yeah, and she mentioned something like, "Who like, is this guy? Why is this Why guy getting we... all this attention?" Yeah. I guess he heard that and got offended by. It. Yeah. Apparently, him and the director were not. She said it was a terrible experience. She didn't get along with either of the two of them. Yeah. Um, but, but everyone like uh, you, you talked to any everybody else on the, yeah. the film seems to get along mm-hmm. with. Perkins, at least. Yeah. I I, I want to mention again, I'm not going to say who it happens to, but I'll say there is a fucking great... Again, very 80s. I didn't expect to see that in Psycho 2. Because yeah. even the, all the kills before that were kind of the standard, like, yeah. slash you don't really see. But this one, you literally see a knife go through an the open mouth. mouth, and it comes out the other... Like, it oh, looks, it comes it out looks the awesome. back of the neck, yeah. It's a great cool. kill. Like, it's mm-hmm. if I'm doing, you know, some of the best slasher kills... Oh, I don't know, there. like... Yeah, the there's a there's a kill with the, involving the staircase. Staircase. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not a kill; it's more of a slashing. Well, but it ends up being a kill. Yeah, 
We'll talk about, about a spoiler. Yeah, you have to tell so, me somebody gets a knife through both hands and kind of gets. Well, that's another up. one. But oh, okay. I, I, hate, okay. I hated that one. We'll I enjoyed that, that one. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have too much to say because this is a movie like you don't want to spoil too much. It, it, yeah. yeah it, well, well, because it's all, about all the, the twist. twists yeah. and turns, like the first twist comes like just like the original Psycho within forty minutes. Yeah, and I don't want to ruin this for anybody because this movie is all about the. Uh, it doesn't have the same tension that the the no. sixty film no, has, no. but I think it, it. This film's more about the mystery, right? And it's mm. more about is he What's crazy? Yeah. yeah, who's behind it if he's not. Who's, and I don't know if it's like other. super successful no. doing no. that either. Like I can see why this has fans because it is like a novel choice. Well, Tarantino likes it as you mentioned yeah. better than the first. That's it, insane to me. It does have a big fan base though. Like I remember, yeah, I, I, I've seen a lot of people that really love this film. Uh, like there's going to be a demographic that this is what they saw. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I, I will. I I remember really liking it. More the first, like I still really liked it this time. I I'll say I liked it a little bit less. I just found more problems this time. Whereas last time I was like, I don't think I had watched Cycle One. Maybe that was a problem right before it. I think I watched it like years. That might be the. Uh, and then you're like, yeah. oh, this is kind of a cool little sequel. Like yeah. I didn't think this was possible to do, and I think. Taking a, a sequel concept that is almost impossible to follow up with, like I think they do a respectable job. And you still job. feel like it's part of this world, even though the mm, yeah. the matte paintings I want to bring up. <laughs> Well, like the clouds. Uh, yeah. So in the first one, you never notice this. Yeah. It no. always feel, feels yeah. like the thing. We talked about this when we, we did our Rebecca uh, episode, how they built a fucking... Model? Mo- like, uh, well, they not even a model. Like the house was matte paintings. That fucking glorious house. Remember all the tops? Yeah. I think black and white definitely hides it easier. Uh, like. it, it hides it a little bit more, but also these this isn't done well. Like... I, I thought they were kind of cool, but I you're right. Like I I was like that looks kind of bad. Like it kind of looks bad, and it looks like strange. And it's like why did they chose to do it that way? But at the same time, there's it's it, kind of interesting. It I just don't know. it sucks when you watch the first one yeah. and you realize they made it seamless, and it was on the same goddamn lot. That house has been sitting there since yeah, yeah. 1959 when they yeah. shot it. And they which, couldn't and, figure and they it got out. a lot of like they went back and got a lot of like accessories and stuff that they could find. Um, which except for cool. the shower, yeah, the shower had some. I guess someone stolen. stole it. Like. Yeah, they they found it and then someone stole it before they could do the scene. <laughs> which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, fuck. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I know. I have some more Kyle, stuff to talk about. Kyle's somebody. Kyle's family stole. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I fucking he looks that like every a cat who caught the canary, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have some more stuff to talk about, but I'll wait for spoilers. Is there anything yeah. else you guys want to? No, I think I. I yeah, I think I think I'm good for giving ratings, mm-hmm. and we can talk about spoilers. Right. Uh, what are you guys gonna get, give? I'm giving this one seven. I'm gonna give six point five. Yeah, I was between seven and seven and a half. Uh, I might. Fuck, I don't know. I'll go seven. <laughs> yeah, I so we're know. all the yeah. same. And I was yeah. I was between six and six point five. Yeah, mainly because like everything we were talking about sounds like I would. I just yeah, think I maybe, respect maybe. it more because, like, it's it's an impossible thing. Like, you can't follow yeah. up Hitchcock, yeah. let alone twenty three years later. Hey, I think Top it, Gun. Yeah, but that's still like that's um, Tom Cruise is totally in control of that and stuff. Like, this is Anthony Perkins. That, that being said, Top Gun is a great movie. Don't get me wrong, but it's not Psycho. Like, no. <laughs> in all fairs, yeah. you could. Yeah, uh, I, I almost think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, 
most people like Maverick better. Again, like you could, but that, that, I'm joking, of course, with Top Gun, because I just want to keep bringing up Top Gun. (laughs) No, no, that makes sense. 30 years later, it works. Like, it works like a motherfucker. Like, but. It, it would be doing like right. a sequel to like Casablanca, or, which I think they did actually, um, a TV sequel or something, or Gone with the Wind. Like, how do you follow? I don't know. It, it it just seems like 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 that movie perfectly ends. And so, like again, we saw in that Gone crazy with the book, Wind too would just be like, oh, we lost the war, but guess what? We basically still get to make the black people slaves. <laughs> so it's a documentary. Yeah, it's a it's a musical. Yeah. Oh man. Um, Anyways, yeah, I guess, is that, can we jump into spoilers then? I think so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you don't want this movie spoiled, uh, we, we're going to discuss a couple yeah, things. Yeah, because this, we'll put the definitely watch the movie before you listen to this. Like. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I guess the, the big ending is that, I guess, so he, it turns out that wasn't his mom this whole time, and he has a real mother. Yeah. You no. Know, his uh, sister. Meg Tilly and her mom are like fucking around with him. That's the first thing. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's the first thing. Yeah. yeah sorry. That's the first twist. Like find out like they're trying to get him to go She's back. She's not to the just hospital. being like nice and trying to get. No, Norman she a, has been a, in on time. She is like planting the notes. But, and she's she dressing is. up Literally, as the mother. Like, yeah, she's phone. Like that's I don't know. I almost think, like I get she's gonna be angry. She I almost feel like it. It makes her too much of a villain, in mm. my opinion. I don't know. It's like too. too Who else are you gonna get to well, do that? Though she is villainous. Like she, her sister got murdered. Yeah, and she couldn't wait to jump in bed just, with her boyfriend. I just like, feel like it's a badly ridden role. Like mm. I, I kind of well, she feel, disappears like for I, most of the film, then appears yeah. back. Like, I feel bad for Vera Miles because, like, it's a it's a shit. Yeah, it's part. a thankless. Role, and then she right? gets a, a knife for her oh, yeah, mouth so and thrown in the sit. Well, that scene in the sit was kind of weird. Like, why I, is she fucking great? Like, she almost looked like she's a corpse. Is it just because it's supposed to yeah, sit on city. her? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I was like, yeah, like it wouldn't be decaying that quickly. Yeah, no, still sooty. Um, and then yeah, the other big reveal is that he actually does have a, a real mother. That's the sister of his, which is ridiculous. Mother. Yeah, which just is, feels like tacked on for why. Like you, just, it almost felt like a shock ending they needed. Like, and it's hilarious. Now and that woman up- died. Oh, uh, just after this is the last film we're on, huh. and oh. and supposedly it's from the shovel. Oh, so he didn't what? pull that punch. Oh, <laughs> it's I, a real I shovel. Say, I think that the, the poison in the shovel. She did die great. just after. Uh, after that yeah. is a cool scene though with the show mm-hmm. I think it's well done yeah I, I didn't see it coming I think like, the only reason that's in there is one for a shock ending because again this is coming off of where you need Carrie Friday 13th you yeah. that shot and I also think it's so we can get the mom back in the house it up there to set up in yeah. part three where we can have Norman Bates yeah. back now because that's the other surprise Norman Bates hasn't been doing these killings no. right or yeah. has he done any of them no right? that's the only killing he yeah so he's actually Innocent, D- he was re- almost redeem himself if you yeah. if you believe you can redeem yourself. Like he, it was the it was yeah. the new mom that or the the her his actual mom mm-hmm. that killed everybody. But that it just doesn't make sense because she's this like really old lady no. and like the other no, things and, definitely and, seems and, like it's him and like her size. Like there's shots that don't make sense. Yeah. And, and the fact that the uh, Man, mom and like Tilly would be like, oh, if people are murdering, like, let's just keep it up. Who cares, man? Yeah. Let's just keep going. He's actually, no, he's a psycho. No, I know. We're going to keep keep this ball rolling. Yeah, it just seems kind of. Yeah, uh, misguided. It falls and, apart a little bit. It, it's unfortunate because I like a lot of the, the, the aspects of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like even the sheriff when he's like, uh, Draining the the swamp or mm-hmm. what, whatever you call it, trolling the swamp. Yeah, it, it's kind of a good scene, mm-hmm. and, and 
And there's a lot of good scenes yeah, in, in the even movie. Even with Rob Lowe's, like going in, like, I know you, your guys are doing this. They kind of like call them out and he's like, yeah. follows them in and he gets a nice little, uh, well, uh, is that the murder you're talking about? On the staircase? Yeah. Yeah. I, which, so that, which one? So it's the, the, the doctor who turns into like a PI. Oh, where yeah. he gets accidentally. Okay. And he gets accidentally yeah. stabbed. And then he, when he falls down the staircase and oh, okay. it jabs yeah, yeah, in, yeah, that's yeah, fucking that amazing. That's pretty good, right? I will say I hated the scene that you guys. I enjoyed it when he's like getting the, uh, like they so gets crucified. It's with just the, uh, so badly filmed. So what it does is she swings and then it cuts to a close-up of the knife slight. And oh, no, I don't like this. Like, it, oh, almost, I it, that. it almost I, felt I, like, it, it felt like, hey, guess what? We have these special effects and we're going to show them and it's so badly put together. It's like, swing, cut to this thing to show yeah. that we and, and And you look too, when he, she's cutting I, his hands, his ooh. makeup, the makeup is like a different color and so you can totally tell it's fake hands. Like, his hands are like this like gray-white compared yeah. to the rest of his body. So not only is it a bad effect, but they feel like, they think it's a great effect, and they feel like Show they it. have to keep on showing close-ups of these bad effects. No, I, just, I, I just like the psychiatrist no, falling yeah, that, over the that's railing. Cool. That's fucking amazing. I yeah. love terrible bad effects. <laughs> it just seemed weird. Like, it seemed, it was so man. badly edited. Like, it seemed like it was like... Yeah, there's no you know how, like, rhythm to it. Yeah, or, like, you know how special effects guys sometimes, like, they actually will direct the scenes, because it's like, well, we have to direct the scene because we got to set up so it does yeah. this. And it usually they'll, they'll do it, and they do it for like a thirty second scene, and it, it's it's them pretty much showing off their awesome effects. Yeah, that's what this felt like for five minutes, but the effects aren't even good. <laughs> so this is weird. And, so, and often those scenes are are like detrimental to schlocky movies. Yeah, where it's all of a sudden it's like, well, why are we stuck on this head for yeah, like 10 it, seconds? again, it felt like you're trying to do an eighties slasher again, but again, like at least. Fucking, if you're gonna do that, have at least good effects, and I would have at least tolerated it. Yeah. The other thing I want to bring up, and I guess it's kind of a spoiler. I don't know if you guys We're know in what it means. Yeah, yeah. I know. Sorry, <laughs> I was just saying, like, yeah, that I'm still going with spoilers. Um, but I don't even know if it is a spoiler. So after he's re um uh, released, and he first comes home, he looks over to the left, and all of a sudden there's like a glow. In the living, do you guys know what that was all about? Was well, that supposed to be the uh, outline of a Hitchcock, like from the Hitchcock Presents, like a little there, homage? Hitchcock is no, is I seen. think that's a different scene yeah. where they turn on the light and you see oh. a shadow. It's just weird. Like it makes no sense. He first comes home after. Oh yeah, the end yeah, of the movie, yeah. He's released, and and you look over the 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 couch, the couch, and there's like this glow. Like what the fuck are we supposed to be seeing? What does that mean? Yeah, I don't know either. Maybe like a memory of like better times. It makes no sense. Like it's yeah. just like there's not like an image. It's not like a silhouette yeah, I, or anything. I don't. I don't. I don't know. What I, I was hoping I, one of you guys would have been like, yeah. "Oh, that." I remember him. that. I, then now, like, I, mm. I looked over at, at Tammy and went, uh, <laughs> I, "Oh well, I'll yeah. figure this out later." And yeah. I, I forgot. <laughs> there's a lot of fucked up things in this movie. Yeah. So that I like was I'm sure about. it's supposed to mean something, but. Um, anyways, I guess it all sets up though we are gonna get Norman Bates back and killing in, in mm-hmm. Psycho Three, I assume. Uh is that it for spoilers? Do you guys have anything I else? Think I think I'm good. So cool. So Yeah, I don't think I have much else about this one. Uh I just have um trivia is uh yeah, just five million dollar budget. Did thirty four point seven. So yeah, it so it did well. Big success. Mm-hmm. Um people were hungry. For I guess Norman Bates, I think again it was like such a big thing, right? You probably had the people that watched the original in theaters and they're yeah. older, and it's like, oh, we get to see the return. And then slasher fans were kind of like probably checking out it for the first time. Yeah, because it's what started basically the slasher movement. Yeah. The slasher that was movies, like booming yeah. at that point. Yeah. Um, 
Cool. I, I don't have anything. I else. think that's probably that's it. it. For Psycho too. So yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts. We'd love to hear if you know what that glow means. <laughs> I I really I'm gonna try to look it up and maybe for part three if I can find anything. Yeah. But, yeah. Um. Well, yeah. It it just seems like it's got to mean something. Like they put spent ten seconds focusing yeah. on it. Anyways, uh, you can get a hold of us uh, on movie uh, Facebook. We have Movie City Maniacs our group page like page. I can find us at a. Uh, Email at uh, Movie City Maniacs. Not a, a Hotmail? <laughs> I was about to go Hotmail. <laughs> movie City Maniacs at gmail.com. And we're on Instagram at uh, Movie City Maniacs. Uh, uh, there we go, guys. That was I, cycle two. We'll be vote back. on one of our polls. I'll probably have one more 85 poll coming up. Okay. Yeah, we're Last gonna, one. Well, after this is the eighty, the big 85 yeah, that we've been we got counting down three. for like six yeah. months. We've been watching so much Ooh. of it. Um, yeah, we'll be back with uh, cycle three and cycle four. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay scared. Bye.